Welcome to the John Samani Show. My name is John Samani. I'm the author of the book African Culture Matters How to Transform a Continent by Changing Mindsets. Thank you very much for joining us today. If this is your first time to be with us, please make sure that you subscribe to this channel and remember to click the bell icon so that you'll be notified next time I post my next podcast. This is episode 27, titled Excuses. I'll start with the scripture. Genesis 3 verse 13 says, Then the Lord said to the woman, What is this that you have done? The woman said, The serpent deceived me and I ate. In life, it's so easy to make excuses for your life situation for your challenge situation for any problem that you reach many people find it easy to just hide under the blame game whereby they blame other people for their circumstances their situations or even their results so when the woman was asked by god what have you done after she had eaten the the forbidden fruit she actually blamed the serpent and said he deceived me, so I had to eat. So that was the justification for this heinous crime that she had done. In 2014, the president of uh, the United States, Barack Obama then, he told the African leaders that they were supposed to take responsibility for the underdevelopment that Africa suffers. He said that instead of blaming colonialism, you have to start introspecting and looking into yourself and checking is this is this still a point is this still a valid point to say that colonialism is the reason why we are what we are right now is this still a valid point i'll quote him verbatim he said as powerful as history is and you need to know that history at some point you have to look uh, to the future and say okay we didn't get a good deal then, but let's make sure that we are not making excuses for not going forward. What, what was Obama saying was simply saying that, guys, I know you have been in trouble. I know that the wise took advantage of you. I know that for years and years you were, you were, you were disadvantaged. But uh, is that still a valid point now? Are you still disadvantaged now? Is there nothing you can do to change this situation? And so goes on. You find that the problems of Africa are usually just over justification of the reasons why we are where we are. Our politicians, even as, uh, us as individuals, we do that sometimes. Most of the times we are saying that I am like this because so-and-so did that. So you realize that if you've got a problem of immigration, like in South Africa, then you get to say, no, it's because the foreigners are coming in. When you've got a problem, another one, of another thing, you justify your action, your activity, or lack thereof, to someone out there who is responsible for your problem. The question comes now and says, but... Are you not responsible yourself? Is it not you who is the challenge and the problem of Africa? 
one of the biggest uh, problems that we as African people mention when we are talking about when we're justifying the lack of uh, progress that the continent has right, right now is uh, neocolonialism. We know that the whites, as much as they were defeated and they went out of this continent, but they remained. Some of them, they have tried to control Africa using hook and crook. Some of them have used money. America has been known that it has been involved in Africa, sponsoring coups and changing powers in government and just trying to tip the odds into towards their favor so that they could get whatever they needed to get. Sometimes they would need minerals, they would need resources from Africa, and they would put a puppet in power so that they can be able to control that country. So I believe that it's true, neocolonialism is there. When we try to trade with them sometimes, we get an equal trade treaties. It's true that sometimes they will prevent us from getting into industries that we we want to go in to produce the kind of uh, maybe products that can be an advantage to us. They prevent us from doing that through unequal treaties. Granted, they it's there's the truth that neocolonialism is at play in Africa. But you know that's an excuse. When Americans do that, they do that with the full cooperating cooperation. I mean, cooperation of some Africans. And I'm saying those Africans, why are they allowing themselves to be used like that? So it is us who are allowing neocolonialism to wreak havoc to the continent of Africa. We do that by agreeing with the evil people that bring it. We do that by working together with them. We do that by being corrupt and asserting bribes. We do that by accepting to be used against our own people. So if none of the African people will cooperate with these evil people, neocolonialism will not take root in Africa. So like they will come and use arms of war to take advantage of us. No, they don't do that. They look for the weak among us and they use them. And those weak among us are fully aware of what they are doing and they are fully responsible for their actions. The other problem of Africa that we have is poverty. It's true that there is poverty in Africa. And I don't believe that poverty in Africa is justified by normal reason. This continent have got resources, enough resources to take care of each and everyone who is on this continent. We have got the mineral resources. We have got the markets. But what is stopping us from taking advantage of these resources that God has given us? I believe this is a mindset that the African leaders have and also even us as African people. Why are we allowing ourselves to be used against ourselves? Why are we working against our own people? Why do we allow poverty to recover among us? Don't you know that poverty is an, is an opportunity? You find that if there is poverty, then it means that there is a food business. But somehow we don't get to see that opportunity as African people. At the end of the day, poverty, hex, rabbit, rabbit, 
on us and it makes us poorer and poorer. The same with the hunger. We are hungry, yet we have got some of the best fields in the world. We've got good land in Africa, but somehow we don't get to, to cultivate that land and even to harvest from that land. What is stopping us? Do we see any foreigners or some Americans, British people with guns stopping us from taking advantage of our land? What happens is that people who are like us are busy causing and wreaking havoc on our agriculture. We fight among ourselves. We don't take advantage of the gift that God has given us. So we find that there's hunger. People complain and say Africa is corrupt. There's a lot of corruption in Africa. Yes, it's true. But when you say there's a lot of corruption, what are we really saying? Are we not saying that African people are themselves so short-circuiting the product, I mean the productivity and the and even the progress of this continent because they just want to get personal gain. So you realize that corruption, the justification that corruption is stopping us from going ahead is a, simply a justification. This is something that we can end overnight if you want to end it. In Zimbabwe, country that I come from, corruption is rife there. And everyone knows who is corrupt. And everyone knows how they got to be corrupt. But no one gets prosecuted. And then we go out singing and say there's corruption problem in our country. As if there's no one who knows the problem. Those who have been given the power or have taken the power to themselves and say that they will take a, a could they will control the country, they are failing. They are failing to put and give good leadership to the country. And therefore, we all suffer. So, the excuses of Africa are caused because by us African people, we would rather not take charge of our own destinies, but rather blame other people. Just shift the blame. We have to stop these excuses. These are not helping us. Actually, it's just a problem that we are allowing to just fester. If you want to stop this, we can stop it overnight. There are wars in Africa, thoughtless wars, little kids being involved in wars. And this is something that we can stop as well. But there is no political will to stop it. And you realize that if you we want to stop it, if we all say no to it, then it stops. But there are some among us who benefit from this evil. And because of that, then they will keep on making excuses. My question is, why are we like this? Don't we have brains? Is this an indictment to our, our lack of intelligence that African people do not know what works for them? They keep on working against themselves. Did anyone do this to us? You know, funny things, 
we are running away from this continent and going to Europe, going to America, going to the East, running away from such a great place, simply because we cannot work with each other to solve our own problems. This continent is one of the best continents, a virgin land in the whole world. And if we steward this place, it will sustain all of us. It will give us the lives that we need to live. You know, in Zimbabwe, there is poverty, right? A lot of poverty. But yet, each and every year, billions of dollars in diamonds leave the country. And the people are hungry, like literal hunger, like failing to feed your family hunger, like sleeping hungry. Yet, the country is producing enough to feed itself. Why can't we feed our families? The boy is in the court of us African people. We cannot allow ourselves to continue destroying each other. If you want this continent to go forward, we should stop this thing of just placing excuses in front of all our narratives. Why are we blaming everyone except ourselves? And for those that we blame, are we saying that we can't control them? Well, let's say there's corruption. Are we saying we cannot stop corruption? Are we saying that we cannot be strict? Because what we are saying when we are putting forward these excuses, we are saying that we cannot control this. But I believe it's not that we cannot control it. It's because we don't want to control it. We lack political the political energy to control it, to stop it. We don't want to control it because we are benefiting from it personally. And that's a problem, isn't it? The problem is we fail to see that if we get rich as leadership and then the country itself is begging, is hungry, then we won't enjoy those riches. Then we have to keep controlling everyone trying to shift power trying to maintain power by hook and crook and doing all sorts of shenanigans just to keep the power because you cannot just tower high in a sea of poverty and people don't see you because they'll see you and say they'll say what is he doing that we are not doing where is he getting this money and because of that a revolution will come. We need leaders in Africa that take charge of their continents. Continents, let's stop this thing of just placing excuses in our narratives of our problem. We have to acknowledge our faults. We have to say, yes, this we have done wrongly. We have to say, yes, the whites did take advantage of us, but now they are not. We have to say, well, the whites are trying to take advantage of us, but now we are saying no. We've got control. It's an excuse when a person just blames everyone else than themselves.
you can take charge of your life. You can change the narratives of this continent. And I believe that Africa is going to be the greatest place on earth as the children of Africa start changing and looking at themselves and saying, guys, do we not have brains? And thinking, guys, are we not able to work to the advantage of ourselves? When the African children do that, then change will come.